So glad you could join us here on Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagonblast. Well, we've got a couple of returning guests here on Cranford Radio, although this time they're going to be talking about a different topic. My guests are Rebecca Tantillo and Karen Demian. They are behind Flag, which you may see signs from time to time around town. You certainly probably saw signs if you were in town during COVID. Rebecca, Karen, welcome to Cranford Radio. Thank you so much for having us, Bernie. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Bernie. We're excited to talk tonight. Well, I mentioned that obviously a lot of people saw a flag during COVID, but there may be people new to town who weren't here during COVID. So why don't we start off with what is FLAG? Thank you so much again. FLAG is the Frontline Appreciation Group of Cranford when we originally started it. And basically it was an idea that came to Karen and I separately, but luckily at the same time, and we didn't really know each other very well at that point, but we were both looking to do something similar. And when COVID happened and the restaurants shut down, we were concerned about what would happen to the restaurants, the businesses, just the downtown and you know all of Cranford. And we wanted to do something that we could help the community. And we ended up both asking the same questions at the same time. We both ended up speaking to Flag of Summit. So they had started it about a week before us. We reached out to just say, what are you doing? And they were fundraising money to then use to get food from restaurants to deliver to frontline workers. So at that time, when we launched in March of 2020, we started a fundraiser and we just wanted to make a few thousand dollars to give back to the restaurants. The idea was to deliver that food to frontline workers in hospitals, at the police station, at the fire, wherever it was needed. And that is the original flag for Cranford. You mentioned Flag of Summit. Is flag or was flag in a lot of different towns? Was it national? Was it just something around Union County? It originated in Chatham and Madison and and then other towns in New Jersey kind of followed suit. So our first contact again was Flag of Summit, but everything was originated by um, two women um, in Morris County. And it was really just great how everybody came together and supported each other about like what they found their success was because this was something that just was a roller coaster. You know, we, Rebecca and I were planning on raising $5,000. That was our goal. And of course we surpassed that and we just kind of had to keep pivoting as more and more people wanted to be involved. But there still are flat, like other flags in towns that are still active. Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, we can clarify too, when it launched, it was New Jersey. And like she said, it was that Madison Chatham, I think it was. And very quickly they started to pop up. At the end, it went national. It really started to reach out. If I recall properly, there was, I think there was over, I mean, there were over 50 or maybe even close to hundred at that point. I remember having the decision of whether we were going to be called Flag of Cranford, similar to them, or were we going to give it a different name? It was just, no one really knew what they were doing. And it sort of happened so quickly. And we were very grateful that we stuck to the name because it was really a very tight knit. We could reach out to all the other flags and it was very nice. Rebecca, you talked about how you were raising money and using the restaurants to help them stay in business because obviously they had to close down and they were no longer having customers come in. One of the things I remember reading during COVID was you had to kind of convince some of the restaurateurs that they should accept the money that was raised for the food that you were donating to various frontline officials. That was, was one of the things that you had to... Uh, kind of twist their arms, so to speak, right? 
Absolutely. It was, it was very interesting. You know, our, our business owners, whether they're restaurant owners or any of our businesses, they are so generous and they have spent years and they continue now donating to various different organizations, to PTAs, to everything. So when we were going to them, telling them what we were doing, they were happy to do it, but they really wanted to donate it. And we really wanted to help them. So we had a funny story of Karen having to argue with one of the owners and then she threw the check and ran out the door. But that was kind of what was happening. They just they <laughs> wanted to help too. Everyone wanted to help. And I think that's why Flag became such a beautiful thing because so many people were looking for a way to help, including the restaurants. Now, I know a lot of people know Karen and they connect her with the downtown, but Flag was not just patronizing the downtown restaurants. It was patronizing restaurants throughout town, right? Yeah, that's correct. As long as you were a brick and mortar food establishment in Cranford, we were able to kind of connect with all the business owners. And it was really great because we heard from a lot of businesses. Like obviously in my role, we focus on the downtown, but it really was an opportunity to unite the entire town. And so some businesses that, you know, may not always participate in like some of the downtown events, like they really felt like they were part of something. And it was just a really great way to unite everyone and kind of create partnerships. So it was, it was a really great moment. I mentioned that some people may think that, well, once COVID got under control, so to speak, there was not going to be a role for flag, but you are still active, aren't you? So we are. I think what ended up happening toward the end of flag and, and Karen and I had made the decision with, you know, our team, because we did have um, Barbara Zekman and Sharon Steele join us very early. And at that time, Boxcar, um, Joe Colangelo was part of it. And we really realized that there was an opportunity for FLAG and people were so supportive of FLAG. It truly took on a life of its own. And we decided we wanted to become a 501c3. So a charitable organization in town that would continue to help families. And we have always maintained the model of we support the businesses. So when people ask us now, you know, what makes you different from Cranford Family Care or something like that? The difference is we support not just the restaurants anymore. It really is any business in town. So we want to continue to support the businesses while supporting, whether it's frontline workers, families in town, but it really is. We changed the name from Flag of Cranford to Flag for Cranford when we became a 501c3, just to clarify that it really is for the residents and for the businesses. And we continue to do that work. I think it took us a little while to get reorganized and to get back together you know, unfortunately we filed for a 501c3 during COVID and it got stuck through the process. And with everything that was going on, it just took us a while to finish that process. Mm -hmm. So once we did, we have definitely pivoted and we've continued to do work. It's just not as public as, you know, flag, the original flag was. Going back again to COVID when restaurants were shut down and, you know, they started to pivot where they were making food available for takeout and things like that. Did you hear any stories from any of the businesses saying, not that Flag necessarily saved them, but that really made a difference for them in terms of being able to stay in business and keep people employed at some level? I think it just was great to give people a purpose um, and just to feel like they were part of something. One of the hospitals actually continued getting meals from one of um, the stores. It was actually Mr. Jay's Deli because um, he was one of the few restaurants that would deliver you know, so early in the morning. And so they actually continued, you know, ordering breakfast sandwiches from him. And so we just found like, you know, people we were delivering to were coming to Cranford to continue to show their support for our stores, which was really great. 
tell me a little bit more about what you're doing today with FLAG. It took us a little while to reorganize. We never stopped working. So if we had a family reach out to us privately or somebody reach out and say there was a death in the family, whether it was an illness, anything that impacted a resident in town, whether we fundraise a fire was a good example. So we were doing fundraisers for gift cards or we would purchase gift cards with money raised. There are still organizations that have been supporting FLAG. Cranford Women's Club is one of them and we're so grateful we will use those funds to buy gift cards from stores in, in Cranford and support families. And we are really going to do a bigger push. So we are so grateful to talk to you and have this opportunity because we just met with our board and we are looking so forward to starting fundraising and putting out a little bit more information about how people can get back in touch with us. Um, we've kind of been doing that quietly and it's really because we haven't really been actively fundraising. So now we're going to start doing that again. You mentioned a board. Obviously, it's the two of you that are, are quite involved, but it is a lot more people that are behind FLAG, right? It's not just uh, the board and the two of you. Absolutely. Karen? Yeah, that's correct. Um, we have a great group of eight people um, in town that has stepped up to support us. And it's just great to really bounce ideas off of each other. Um, we're kind of all in different times of our lives. There's people that have like young children or people that may not live in the area, but like have like a different business perspective. So it's just kind of great to bring all these different, different people to the table to kind of have one focus. And that's how we can support the Cranford community. Obviously, one way that people can support is by making monetary donations. But are there other ways that people from Cranford can be involved, whether it's business people or people who are just residents of Cranford? Yes, I think one of the great things that we've continued to do is every year we have had our fundraiser. It's an ornament fundraiser. One of the things we're going to continue to do and we're going to find more opportunities is to get students involved, whether they were delivering the ornaments, they were helping pack up the ornaments, just to have volunteers in the community that are kids. And that was always important to us. Back when FLAG first started, we had volunteers who were doing lemonade stands and they were like seven years old to people who are much older and they were retired and really just so thrilled. And I think that is one of the beauties is that we want everyone, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, we want to do things. So now um, with the fundraisers, we've had some talk because many people still reach out. Are you guys doing anything? Can we volunteer? Of course, Cranford's awesome. So we are trying to look into having committees now for these fundraisers where we can reach out to community members who want to be part of the committees to volunteer. So it's not a huge time commitment. So you can come and volunteer for something, any of the fundraisers we're going to be announcing, and we will go from there. So we're still building out the new flag, but we absolutely want to make sure we're involving anyone who wants to volunteer. If we have something for them to do, we'll put them to work for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think that was one of the great things Rebecca and I learned during COVID time. Like if I run into someone, they're like, oh, you know, I used to do the delivery to such and such hospital it really meant a lot to people to be part of something. And, you know, I think sometimes we kind of like take that for granted about how, you know, there's just people want to be part of something. And that's mm -hmm. really a goal for us. How can we get the Cranford community to feel like they're involved? Rebecca, you mentioned the board members. Who makes up the board? 
So we are very lucky to have very active board members that have been committed since very much the beginning. And when we decided to become a 501c3, that happened very quickly. And we've been working together with them for several years now. So it is Rob Shamra, Jim Demian, Ellen Springer, Maggie Feeney, Sharon Steele, Barbara Zekman, and Laura Holcomb. All are Cranford residents. Jim Demian is not, but as you can tell, he's a family member here and he's <laughs> been wonderful too. So he travels for our meetings or will meet up with us on Zoom and it's been great. For somebody who would like to get involved with Flag for Cranford, how might they do that? Um, I definitely think the best way to learn more about Flag and then also to reach out to us is through our website. So that's flagforcranford.com and you'll be able to contact us through email and we can we can connect. And of course, I will have a link in the show notes. So anybody who wants to just click on the link, they can check that and they'll be brought right to your website. Thank you so much. We really, really appreciate this opportunity. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank thank you so much, Bernie. Thank you both for not only being part of the podcast, but thank you for all the work that you've done going back to March 2020 and the work that you continue to do for Cranford. So again, we've been speaking with Karen Demian and Rebecca Tantillo from Flag for Cranford. Rebecca, Karen, thanks so much. Thank you so much.